Good morning and welcome to Ask Andy. This is a daily podcast about personal injury practice in Philadelphia, Pennsylvania. I'm Andrew Newworth. You can reach me on the web at newworthlaw, N-E-U-W-I-R-T-H-L-A-W.com. I wanted to talk to you today about uh, children being hit by vehicles. It's not a pleasant subject, especially if you're a parent, but it's part of my practice and it's something I'm dealing with um, curiously recently, I'm not really sure why. So there are situations where pedestrians are standing in traffic lanes, whether they're children or not, and cars hit them. Um, you may not be, you know, crossing at the crosswalk, or you may be crossing at the crosswalk. There are other situations where, you know, let's say you're blowing leaves as a landscaper, and, you know, a car's texting or driving, texting and driving, and hits you because they don't look. Or maybe you're a construction worker and you're hit by a truck that cut it too close to where the construction people were. Um, Those are all fairly, you know, straightforward cases. You were working, you were in the lane of traffic. You know, the defense lawyer is always going to blame you to some extent. But really, you know, cars are responsible for watching out for what's actually there in in front of them. So those are slightly more straightforward cases and they're slightly easier. Then there are other cases which are and defense lawyers called dart out cases and you know on the other side, my side, we sort of look at them like, you know, they were negligent drivers or, or inattentive drivers. But you know, there are situations where children are playing on the side of the street and run into the street chasing a ball that's kind of the oldest example there are other situations where you know people are on their phones or not paying attention and they walk out into traffic and are hit Um, i'm working on a new case where you know for no apparent reason a child tried to cross a four-lane street and was hit um, and luckily survived Um, and then there's like a legal analysis that has grown up around this to, you know, deal with these situations. And the legal analysis is really as follows. If you're seven years old or younger, there's really no liability attributed to the child. So what that means is if you are driving along and a child runs out in front of your car and you can't stop because the child ran out in front of your car, we're still not going to hold the child liable because we don't, as a society, want to hold kids responsible when they're really not, in our minds, fully formed in their judgments. Then there are situations where people who are eight, you know, they're still children, but they're eight years old to kind of 15, 16, and the law permits them to be held somewhat responsible for their conduct but it becomes more the the pedestrian's responsibility as they get older. So a 14-year-old is going to be held much more responsible than an 8-year-old. So, you know, I'm working on this case where an 8-year-old appears to run out in front of a city bus and is hit. And what's the legal analysis? You know, the legal analysis is, was there a way for the bus driver to see what happened. And 
you know, in this particular case, there's actually a video of the child running in front, and then there's a video of the driver. It looks like the driver's paying attention. It looks like the child runs out in front of the, the vehicle. It's going to be a tough case to prove. Does that mean we take it or we don't take it? You know, at this point, it's still up in the air. It's still not clear. But, you know, there's a variety of cases that pop up. Let's say a kid is chasing a ball and the driver does hit the child. You know, first of all, it's kind of every parent or driver's nightmare. You don't want to be hitting children. Uh, But further, you know, as the lawyer for the child, we want to figure out mostly what the facts are. That's more important than anything else. We put the sympathy aside at, at first and try and figure out what happened. And there's sort of offshoots of, you know, the reduced responsibility for children that have developed, at least in in Pennsylvania law, and those offshoots are as follows. You know, if the driver could have anticipated that there are children in the area, they're supposed to be extra vigilant or extra more careful, (laughs) whatever you want to call it. But, you know, if you're driving along a road and you see children on the side of the road, you really are supposed to ease off on your speed or be on your brakes or be cognizant or aware of the fact that, you know, there might be children darting out. Now, it's kind of easy in retrospect to say, oh, you should have been paying attention to that. But, you know, that's maybe not true if you're just a stranger to the area. But if you're passing through the area every day, And you know there's a school on one side of the street and there's homes on the other side and you've seen children cross in front before. You know, do you have a heightened responsibility to be careful there? Yeah, I think you do. Does that totally excuse a child running out in front of you when you didn't have time to stop? No. You know, is there an argument to be made that you were speeding and you shouldn't have been? Yeah. What about the lighting? Maybe the lighting matters. Maybe it was poorly lit and the township should have lit it better. Maybe the homes in the area could have been more vigilant. Maybe the crosswalks could have been painted better or reflectively or something like that. I don't know. Every every case is different. But that's some of the things you got to think about is, look, when vehicles hit children, the children are likely to have serious injuries, whether they are lifetime injuries or not. You know, children and vehicles hitting each other don't, it doesn't turn out very well for the child. You know, at least for an adult, you're fully formed. Most orthopedists can put you back together again with some screws and plates and stuff as long as it's not your head. But kids, you know, kids are still growing, so all their growth plates are still there. You have a chance to really mangle a kid, first of all, physically, second of all, emotionally, and it's just a tough situation. Plus, you know, everyone involved is upset, and, you know, there's oftentimes... In these cases, you know, the kids are, are life-flighted places. Helicopters cost a ton of money in medical bills. And there's just a lot of uh, kind of ancillary or associated bad stuff that goes on. And it's just traumatic for the family. You know, God forbid you have a family member with a fever. Think about, you know, a family member who's hit by a car. Then think about a child who's hit by a car. It's just, you know, really tough traumatic situations. Uh, but at the same time, like as lawyers, we got to kind of step back, look at the facts, see if, you know, we're going to win this thing first, and then, you know, will it be enough to help the family out? Will the kid 
get enough to really make a difference and put the put the kid through the litigation process. You know, for the most part, my experience is kids don't mind the litigation process too much. All right, that's enough about kids being hit by vehicles. Hopefully that won't happen in your lifetime. Uh, but it's part of kind of the caseload that we handle as, as personal injury lawyers. So that's been Ask Andy. Take care. Have a great day. I hold people accountable.